I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And we got next. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Episode number three. Exactly, number three, man. We trying to keep it counting. Uh, But, as hinted to at the end of the last episode, uh, there's something that we definitely want to talk about, and that's colors with video games. Um, And like I said at the end of the last episode again, if uh, we were playing Halo, I can tell you who is going to win the game solely based on color. And I know that the odds are in my favor. He's not a wizard, my friend. (coughs) No. These are statistical facts we have looked up and seen. Yes. Uh, And I've done a little bit of research myself into it. Um, And I think that we could implement it in more games, but we would need to do some more testing with it. But for first-person shooters such as Halo and Team Fortress, mm-hmm. um, normally you use red and blue yes. as your team colors. If you are on the red team, there is a 55% chance that you win the game off the jump. Everybody could be the same skill level. If you played 100 games, the red team wins 55 times. Uh, that 5% is huge. Yeah, well, it becomes huge because Halo's considered a professional MLG tournament game. So now we're talking about $250,000 on the line, and you're in the final game, and you're on the blue team. And now this is something you also would never really think about. I mean, personally, on the MLG like level, I've watched a lot of guys at, at that level, and I've never thought about would the color of the team affect them. And then rarely ever do you find a game online of like Call of Duty or Halo where everybody's on equal playing terms. When you look at things like that, they do matter. They matter a lot, honestly. Yeah. Um, But if we look at the MOBAs or the MMO type things where, you know, massive multiplayer online, um, like Dota. Uh, or League of Legends. League of Legends is probably have yeah. a bigger following at the moment. With League of Legends, again, it's blue and red. Um, but with these games, it's a 60% chance that you win if you're the blue team. Mm-hmm. Um, which led to a lot of questions and a lot of research. Um, but it actually goes to show that when you wear red, you get a sense of urgency. Almost aggression. When, yeah. When you think of red, you normally think of like aggressive people, a leader, straightforward, you know? Yeah. And uh, with blue, it's a, it's a very calming color and you end up thinking about the whole match. What can I do to put myself in the best situation for the long haul? And at first, I kind of thought, well, maybe that couldn't be true. Because with Halo, you're trying to put yourself in the best situation, so you would need the kills. But you would be looking for, where can I get the best shots at? Where yeah. can I kind of hide off in a corner? Sneak kinda. around, yeah. flank. Whereas if you're on the red team, it's more straightforward, jam gun down the throat type situation. Yeah. Um, but I also think that it might also have a slight include like it needs to be included in some call of duty um and the reason that i say this is because uh when i started looking up all these things i remembered in call of duty ghost Mm -hmm. one of the basic camos that you could unlock was called the art of war and it was a black camo with red Chinese lettering. Yeah. And it made me think, would that necessarily affect you if when you're looking down sights you're seeing red? Um, I don't know. I mean, there have been studies shown that like when you're comfortable with what you're wearing, you tend to do better. That's true in sports it's true in like video games like if i was sitting there playing you know call of duty 2-2 i may do way worse than i did you know wearing <laughs> what i normally wear 
So I'm pretty sure, like, when people change their camos on Call of Duty or buy the new camos and things like that, it does affect you mentally, psychologically. It's like a placebo effect. Maybe it's not necessarily you're getting better, but you feel better about yourself. You feel more confident. Maybe you take a different shot. Maybe you take a different route. Okay. So I can see a lot of truth in that. And also, I want to know, maybe they have, like, studies about this. The teams in Call of Duty, because normally there's, like, you know, an American, a Russian, you know, different insurgencies. Which ones win more often? Which ones actually get the victories? Which ones are more tactical? Things of that nature. Yeah. And um, I remember uh, some of the stuff that I looked into, it also brought up the other colors that were used in video games. Mm -hmm. Um, When you look at the color green, you instantly think of that person being successful um if you look at purple you think of royalty um yellow actually i was looking at a lot of different things with yellow and yellow had a lot of different responses yellow can make you happy but it can make you anxious and i feel like there could be something to this when it also comes to sport games and the jerseys that their teams are wearing for sure, for sure. I mean, I've looked up some of the colors and, like, words that associate with them. And um, black equals sophistication, power, mystery, formality, evil, and death. Gray, stability, security, strength of character, authority, and maturity. And it's just that, you know, some of these colors, when we think about it, we don't actually... Think about the words of the people that we associate with them, but we do it all the time subliminally. Personally, when I my favorite color is purple. I've loved purple since I was a kid. And so, like, the words that associate with purple, when I read them off, in my mind, I thought about that stuff. I was like, I've thought about this stuff so many times, but I've never put it in the words. But the words that associate with purple are royalty, luxury, dignity, wisdom, spiritual, spirit, spirituality. Spirituality. I cannot talk there today, guys. Spirituality, passion, vision, and magic. Magic's a little bit so-so. I don't even think about magic with purple. Well, I'm a Laker fan, so I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good catch. Good catch. Um, but another big thing that comes into play with the colors, not only just for video games, um, but they wanted to see if if our reaction to color was considered a primal instinct Hmm. so what they did was they ran this test i believe on apes i'm not 100 percent sure what uh sort of primate it was but they would have uh a person wearing all blue blue hat blue shirt blue pants blue shoes um, and a person wearing all red both bringing a banana and try to give it to them. They also had a person wearing green. But the study also showed that it didn't matter if it was a male or female, if they wore green or blue. If they wore red, the monkey would not take the banana. Hmm. Um, as if we've almost seen red as this is going to do harm to me. Which is also probably the reason why you see stop signs that are red. Um, I'm trying to think. Like stop lights, fire trucks. A lot of things that are red need your attention. Yeah, we associate danger with red all the time. Um, And another just like real world application of these colors. Especially red and blue. Because that's the most common for video games. Yeah. um, Is Walmart and Target. Hmm. Um, Walmart, when you walk inside, you subconsciously feel calm. Um, and everything they have is at a lower price and it's normally in bulk. Now, is the quality as high? No, but you can make purchases for the long haul. Target is red. Their stuff is a little bit more expensive, but when you walk in, you feel like you need to purchase those items. Um, hmm. Same way clearance racks. It doesn't matter where you go. It's red. It's a red clearance rack. Because 
oh, I need to hurry up and do this now instead of thinking about the long term. And uh, it just, at this point, it makes me really want to look into more about colors. Like just for how colors? I could yeah. use it in my normal life of, like, how I would paint my house, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but with, of course, you know, we want to keep this about video games. With um, the online, the League of Legends and the Dota, there is two ways to play the game. You can kind of go off on little side things uh, while the two teams are attacking each other. And if you go on the side things, you can level your character up faster, maybe get gold faster, get all your resources together. Or you can kind of just take away at defense towers. And what they realized is at the League of Leg League of Legends Championship, the blue team would go after the defense towers first and weaken everything about your defenses. While the red team is going out and leveling up characters and making everybody super strong and then having to go through and do the defense towers. Um, but when the defense towers are already down, you don't need that high of a character anymore, you know? So it, it, it really just showed two conflicting play styles just by switching colors. Yeah. I mean, that's how we always perceive red and blue. I mean, I just looking up facts about red and blue, blue is the most like, it's like the consensus most like color. And that's, it's so mind blowing to me that that many people in the world would choose blue as the number one color. Or that red is in 77% of the world's flags. That's that's a crazy stat when you think about it. It really is. Um, but I also think that blue is considered the favorite color because of that calming effect. Every time you look at blue, you're extremely relaxed. You... You don't feel any anxious feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, that's when you really get into that mellow, nothing's really bothering me right now type of a thing. Um, the one color that I don't know where it, where it would have ranked, uh, the one color I was curious about was green. Mm -hmm. um, just because, like I, said, like I said earlier, it makes you think of success, but it can also bring on envy. True. Um, and I think that that could have a big deal with people's opinions of you if you were to wear like an uh, all green outfit. They think that you're <laughs> trying to be, I don't know, you're trying to show off that you have money. Um, I mean, I would just think you would want to be like a Lucky Charms guy, personally. But, you know, I guess green... When I think of the color green, I think of, you know, like words like jealousy or envy or maybe even like guilt. Yeah. Um, and I decided that I was going to look up the past champions of the NBA and see what color jerseys they were wearing. Okay. Because I wanted to see if maybe, maybe if you wore blue jerseys, mm -hmm. you would think about the long term. Uh, not what I found. I found <laughs> out that if you have Kobe, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, Tim or Tim Duncan, you have a lot of rings on your hands. Yeah. Um, and that kind of is going to be a short segue. Just to keep keep it with basketball. Two K sixteen was released four days early. If you got it pre ordered, um, tis the season, guys. I do believe you had it pre ordered. Yeah. And and I have it pre-ordered yes. and picked up. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we could give you our review of the game. Um, Want to give you our honest, genuine honest, review? Honest, yes. Like, not like some of these YouTubers out here. It's like, you know, they're in love with 2K. They play 2K I, ain't paying me. Yeah, like, I've played 2K a long time, and I've seen a lot of things. And I'll give you my genuine opinion about this if you haven't bought it yet. Because it comes out on Tuesday for everybody else. And you may not want to pick it up sometimes. Because there's some stuff in this game that's not necessarily broken. It's just just irritating enough where you don't want to play if you're not a hardcore basketball fan. 
I will say we we've mentioned it before uh, in the first episode, and we mentioned some of the things that they had released. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've only played one quick game. I played as the Los Angeles Lakers against. I don't remember who I picked as the computer team. Um, but Kobe came in cold. <laughs> and that's when I realized that... That is not simulation basketball. That uh, allowing players to start a game hot or cold changes the entire game. Yeah, I mean, this is a new dynamic that they added into the game, which on paper it sounds cool. But in practice, it can either be really annoying or really good. I mean, they set it up to where if you're the person that night before, like during the basketball season, does good, then maybe they come in the game hot. And that sounds really good on paper. And it sounds good during the season. But right now, there's no basketball. So, you know, as is, I play games where, you know, certain players that are crutch members of the team, like the Marcus Cousins, have just come in the game cold. And that just does not work for me. And yeah. other times, you know, like Steph Curry, he just comes in the game hot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's just hot all the time. Yeah. The I don't think that so, he can go cold. Yeah. Um, so. I will say that graphically, again, it's another step up for 2K. Um, every year gets better with graphics. Um, I still think NBA Live is probably going to have the best net of all time. <laughs> <laughs> they have the best shoestrings this year for sure. Oh, yeah. Best shoestrings. Shoe shoe oh, my. Oh, wow. Oh, guys. Jordans. Those Jordan shoestrings looked amazing. Um, sadly, that's about all that I'm going to say about 2K right... Or not 2K, but NBA Live right now. Um, NBA Live, like I said to him, it's like it's like that friend that keeps on messing up. It's like every time I say something good about it, I'm like, oh, the online is cool. I see a video on, on Vine about some guy like shooting a free throw the wrong direction and missing. Or the face scan is not coming through properly. Dudes coming out with no arms and things like that. I'm just like, you're making it really hard for me, NBA Live. Uh, shit, man. But there's a lot of different game modes in 2K16. Um, I think we should just start with the few that are going to be played the most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My team. Um, It's set up. You, You know what my team is if you've played 2K. If you haven't. Uh, you collect cards, and with each card, it is a NBA player, a coach, a jersey. They have added in basketballs. They've added in EuroLeague jerseys and EuroLeague basketballs and different. They've added in old arenas. Yeah. And things like that, which to me is cool. But also, you know, for those of us that play my team that played 2K heavily last year, we get irritated. You know, you get a pack, you open up a pack. You see, you have three golds, and out of the three, all three of them are like, you know, the jerseys, it's an arena, and it's like, you know, a contract. I don't think those type of things should be gold when, you know, players, because there's different tiers to each thing. You know, there's a gold player, there's silver players, there's bronze players. And, you know, like, when I see something gold, I want it to be a really good player. I want to be excited about it. I don't want to get a gold coach, though, because that just kills my vibe. Just blows my high, you know. Yeah, um, I played one game with my team, um, and obviously it's going to depend on your connection. Um, I'm really close to getting Google Fiber. I mean, it is three blocks away, (laughs) Um, and they decided to move five blocks in the other direction of me, so three blocks west, five blocks east, I'm, I'm destined to get Google Fiber by the end of 2020. So, um, at some point, I will have it. But, it, again, it depends on your connection. Mine isn't great, but I still had a pretty good game. Uh, I was able to win. I think I won 59-55, which is an average game yeah. for my team. Uh, when you're starting out, you have to use bronze players. You're allowed one silver. I have no clue who my silver is. Um, I just took whatever the game gave me and just played a quick game. Um, I think it's something that I'm going to get into, especially with the court customizations and having so many different courts to play on. Um, they added in cards that are am- 
Amphiest. Amphiest cards. Now, Amphiest, isn't that just like a gem? Yeah, it's a gem. A gem. Color? It's like a purplish color. That They're the highest rated, not the highest rated card inside the game, but they're the highest ones we can get as of right now. Yes. Uh, which you can't use... Unless you get to, like, C5. If you start from the 8th seed, you gotta get to, like, C5. That's when you can actually use anybody. But before that, you can only use uh, bronzes and, and silvers. silvers. And then eventually you can get three golds. Yeah. And then you can get Amphius and all, like, after that, all bets are off. You can use whoever you want. Use Diamond, Amphius, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but with the Amphius, um, they added in... This is this, These are the only cards I saw like it. Um, and I don't know whether he had talked about it before, yeah. um, where they change stats throughout the season. Um, Dynamic ratings, what they call them. Yeah, and they tried to make the look of the card a little different, uh, like the jersey color and the picture used in it for each player is slightly different. Um, I only saw Steph Curry, James Harden, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Um yeah, I've seen I've seen them. I've seen Paul George. There's a bunch of cards. I mean, all the there's a lot of bronze cards too, and silver cards that are like that. Which I expect. I expect the lower level cards, but the higher level cards, you know, it's you know, uh, I don't really know. We have to see it in practice. We have yeah, to actually see this thing. We got to wait for the bit. season to actually start because, you know, Paul George does really bad this season. I'm not saying he will. Knock on wood. Hope he doesn't. But if he does really bad because he come off an injury then his dynamic card is going to sell for considerably less than his regular card. Yeah. And it just creates this huge, like... Imbalance. Yeah, where it's, you know, you get a card that's totally worthless compared to another card of the same exact person. And that's how 2K15 kind of was when they were released, you know, players back-to-back. They released two Isaiah Thomases at one time, and one was just better than the other one. So the first one sold for, like, you know, 7,000 MT, which is not very much. And the other one sold for like twenty. Yeah, I could I could see that that the dynamic cards are going to be extremely bothersome. Um, I think that that there's some changes that will be need that will be needed to be made throughout the season. Yeah. Um, I think maybe the way they do the dynamic cards, you know. Maybe don't drop them so harsh. I could see them being dropped really harsh. Yeah. If, because I'm expecting the dynamic part to change about every week. So let's say LeBron has, and it's LeBron, so it's not going to actually happen. LeBron shoots 25% in like three straight games. I really don't think you should give LeBron a 60 mid-range shot. You know, yeah. I still feel like he—it's LeBron. We know what he's—he's he's just having a couple bad games. It's gonna go right back up to normal LeBron numbers. Um, I mean, this is the first time they've done anything like this, like this, where you can get a card and it dynamically changes. They've added in cards after the fact, where you know a guy has a really big game, so they'll add a card in. Which is, you know, totally acceptable. They do it in mud all the time, team of the week. They've done it in NHL, FIFA, all that stuff. But in 2K, it's kind of iffy just because of how many games they play. And, the you know, throughout a season, the guy can go through an extremely long cold streak like J.R. Smith. I feel like a J.R. Smith dynamic card would be extremely rewarding and frustrating at the same time. You know, sometimes for like three, four games, he just does not hit anything. And then next game, he hits like seven threes in a row. And he yeah. just can't miss. So balancing that... It's going to be kind of a large undertaking for 2K. But I like the idea. I like the passion behind it. They're testing things out, which I do like. Uh, so I would say let's go ahead and just rate it by each uh, like part that. of the game. And then we'll give our overall review at the end. For my team, um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I The dynamic cards really have me scared. And now they've added so many jerseys and the courts and different balls you can use. Yeah, it's like filler items. Yeah, it's just need filler them. collection it's cool. items. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say 8 out of 10 too. I feel like Madden has the best like card like tier playing style. I guess like the home, 
They yeah. match it. They got the, you know, playing styles. They have team of the week. Everything is just so well thought out. And they've got it down to a science now that it's like, if 2K just did the ex- same thing exactly the same way as Madden, it would be a 10 out of 10. It would be perfect. But, you know, they're, they're getting there. I'll give, them, I'll give them two more games to get it right. And after that, I'm just going to be done with them. I'm just going to yeah. deal with it. Um, okay, so my career. Um, this is my favorite game mode. I love, uh, the ability of, like, just kind of choosing how I want to play the game and, and building the attributes of a player starting from scratch. Um, this year I have the Michael Jordan edition. It gave me 30,000, uh, virtual cu- currency. 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 God, this is going to be one of those days today. We can't talk, you know, it's continuous. Uh, so 30,000 VC for short. Um, and that's not a considerable amount It's not when it comes to this game. Um, so I put it on my player. I took him from a 61 overall to a 66. So for the most part, still garbage. Um, but he's a rookie. And I like the fact that in past two K's, you were either forced to, or you could play all 82 games. And by the end of that, you could have an 80, almost a 90 overall. Yeah. With this one, um, I can only play eight games of my rookie regular season. I have to go through this struggle of not being able to shoot very well or play good defense. You know, I'm... I am just doing what I can to stay in front of people and then on offense, find an open man. That's it. Um, But I will say one thing that I really do enjoy uh, is the fact that you got to play high school ball. Yeah, that was cool. And and you get to pick uh, a college. Yeah. Uh, Everybody gets the same nine colleges. Yeah, they, they couldn't get the rights to every single college, obviously. But they, they did the best to get the, the bigger ones. I mean, they're still missing, like, North Carolina and Duke. And Kentucky. The Kentuckys. But they, they got but Kansas. They, they, they got, got yeah. Villanova, Georgetown. What else? They, UCLA. UCLA. Uh, Texas. Yeah, and they, um, Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin, Wisconsin was added in there. Yeah, they have a couple really good... Bigger basketball programs you can choose from, which I think is like really cool. I think it's a step in the right direction. I feel like with that, it leaves hope for a uh, you know NCAA two K game in the near future. Cause, I would say it does. Yeah. Um. So you get to pick from three high schools as well. Uh, all of course fake Harlem high schools. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I did that. Uh, I picked KU. As my school. Um, and I was the 10th overall draft pick to the Miami Heat. Um, now this is where uh, this overall gameplay of 2K failed me. Um, I'll have somebody set a screen. And let's say it's just a terrible screen. I moved through it and we were playing the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry just... Stepped forward and around the screen. The center didn't roll, didn't fade, didn't move. Um, the shooting guard didn't move. Nobody moved. Everybody stood still. And then there's a teammate grade that is assessed to you. If you hold the ball for too long on a possession, it drops your teammate grade. So I could either lose the teammate grade for holding the ball too long or lose the teammate grade for throwing That's a right. turnover. Um, That's just one of those things about 2K. Like, 2K is very fun. I enjoy the game. I love it that I will buy it every single year. It's just that they have this really, I don't know what to call it. This is like a bad habit of just glossing over certain, like, these legacy issues that have been within the game. The bigger ones, they change. They change over time. Like, I, I feel like the passing 2K is as good as it's ever been. But to me, it's still kind of trash. Like, yeah. I still see players, you know, doing things that they would not do in real life. Making passes that are just like, 
slightly off. You know, you throw a pass like Dom was saying, he threw a pass to a guy, and the guy reached for the ball, but didn't take a step, didn't do anything else. So the ball barely misses his hands, grazes his fingertips, and it goes out of bounds. And it's just like the guy could have took a step to the side and caught it. Guy could have reached his arm a little bit farther. Could have jumped. Um. But before we go over to the whole thing, <laughs> we got to stick with this. This my my, my career. career. Um. This one is the first one that's really story driven. Um. You could say that last year's and a little bit of two K 14s had some story, but this one has backstory. Um, with picking your high school and picking your college and things like that, um, and your family stays with you and um, yeah, you have like a family and you also you know you have friends and you make these choices. It's it was written by Spike Lee. Spike Lee wrote it, and it's it's really good as far as I've been into it. I haven't like been or anything, haven't, but. I just also feel like for a game that is allowing me to create a basketball player to live my dream of being in the NBA, there's a lot of like narrowness to the story. It's like everybody's doing the same thing. Um, and that's that's my issue with it. See, my problem <laughs> is uh, my nickname Yeah, that they, you don't pick. So, because they wrote this story beforehand, before everybody got the game, obviously, they had to give the voice actors something to call you, and they so affectionately have given the name of everybody's My Career Player, Frequency Vibrations. So, everybody who's your friend, everybody your parents, uh, people in the crowd, reporters, they all call you Freak. Which is short for Frequency Vibrations. Which, this isn't a spoiler because everybody's going to find out when you play. Uh, when you get drafted, they ask you why. Your nickname is Frequency Vibrations. And your mom gets up and speaks. And says that you and your uh, fraternal twin were in the womb. And you were kicking. So she named, started calling you Frequency Vibrations. That's the reason behind the nickname, guys. You were kicking in the womb. <laughs> Drops mics and podcasts. <laughs> like, that's it, guys. No. Um, I really want to know, like, what writer inside of 2K Studios, <laughs> who was working with Spike Lee, and was like, what should we call this guy? I know. Frequency Vibrations. And whoever cleared this, too. I kind of hope they low-key got fired for this. Just because it's just such a stupid idea. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe you guys accept it. You guys leave comments about this. Get back to us. Let us know. But personally, Frequency Vibrations is not a name I would think just to call a my career player. I don't understand it. Kind of a poor choice. Not even um, my other issue... Is uh, at first I thought I was gonna love it. I thought I was. Um, I was I was ready for this story driven um, path. I figured there would be some parts of it that everybody has to go through. Um, <laughs> and I knew there'd be drama, but the amount of drama that I have dealt with. In the rookie year, um, I'm not going to go into it on on this podcast because I do want there to be some things that you that you just find out. Um, it's so ridiculous that even if it wasn't, let's say it was an actual movie, and they tried to say that it was about Vince Carter's life. But, but it was the storyline that I've played so far. I would just stop watching the movie. I wouldn't care anymore. <laughs> um, because at no point could any of this have happened. Um, I, I really want to go into it because I have such a huge problem with it so far. Um, but it will be spoiling the game, which I think is weird. Like This is one of the first sports games 
Well, you I, can have a spoiler. Then I felt like there's a spoiler. Like, there are spoilers. I've watched people, like, stream it. I know people who've played it and talked with me about it. And I tell them not to tell me stuff just because I don't want oh, yeah, to okay. know story parts. And I, I was just about to type it out to you, too. Okay. Well, then I won't tell you. When you get to it, you'll give me a call because you know exactly what it is. You'll As soon as it, it happens on the game, you'll be like, yo, Dom. This is stupid. Okay? <laughs> um, my career, it's my favorite part. Uh, it, it pains me to say it, man. Like, so far, I haven't finished my rookie season, but like six and a half out of ten. Six and a half? That's really low. Dude, this story-based bull is getting on my nerves, man. Uh, I want to just play the games. Maybe, I like the fact that maybe if I could just skip games I don't want to play, mm-hmm. that'd be different. They they actually have that. To um, only tell me I can play eight games? They have that later where um, as you get better, you're going to start to blow teams out, obviously. Because my, my career has always been geared to creating these like super good players. And it's so, like, eventually you have games that are blowouts. And in the past, you had to play the whole entire game. But now there's a sub-out feature. You can get subbed out in a blowout game. And it'll sim the rest of the game. You'll still get your VC, and it'll be over. Or you can skip games, like how in last game you can just pick what games you played. But the first season, they actually make you play the eight, make you get a feel for the team, and kind of give you some story, which I think is like kind of cool, you know? Yeah, I would have no issue with it if this story made more sense. I get what Spike Lee was going for. Some of the things that that has been brought up so far are realistic things. Some of the events have no chance of of happening. Okay, it bothers me to points that you kind of got me like worried. Like uh, now when I play this, I haven't played too much of the my career yet. I've been really just dabbling in like just the quick games. Because I haven't, like, had too much online. So I've been playing quick games on this computer. Trying to figure out, like, you know, the new system. They took away eco-motion and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, you gotta got me scared here. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to say that I have my issues with it. And I'm gonna probably continue to have my issues with it. Um, until I can make more decisions uh, for myself. Because um, rookie season, they don't want you to make too many. They want you to get a feel for that team. They don't want you to make too many mistakes. Yeah, because trust me. Can I just blow our money on strippers and booze? Like, is that an option? No, I, it's not. Dang it, it's not realistic. I want, <laughs> I, want, I want a realistic sports game where I can don't get blitz. Where I can just get like drafted by any like sport. Like I'm a high school player, and then I can like totally like flunk out of college and not go to the league, and like have to live my life like GTA style. Like go to a regular job, have a wife and some kids. You know what I'm saying? I want that experience too. That's the real story driven experience. It is. At that point, it is. Coming, 2K17. Be the, <laughs> <laughs> the has-been. Um, so, yeah, 6.5 for me. You said you haven't played it much. I haven't played it much. What what I've seen, what they've added to it, I would have to give it a 7. Just because of, you know, the stuff they added with making friends and connections with other players. Haven't even gotten to that my, part yet. The my court. I'm so pissed. Being able to go to practice and stuff like that. That's really cool. And just like the overall high school and college. But then like the story. From what I've seen from the story is just like it takes away it from being a 10. Yeah. It just knocks it back from being a 10 to being like a 7. Possibly yeah. an 8. I haven't played too much of it. So let's say 7.5 to be fair. 7.5 to be fair for me. 6.5 from Dom. Um, and Dom has put in plenty of time. Yeah, he's already done. I'm almost season. done with the rookie season. I have one game left. Um, let me let me guess. You get shot. Nope. You don't get shot? You don't get shot. Oh, it's probably like a booster or something like that, huh? Like uh-uh. a booster. Oh, this is stupid. It's probably something crazy. Oh, dude. I will, I will tell you when the podcast is over because I need to vent. <laughs> you, okay. You bring a gun in the locker room. Gilbert Arena. <laughs> <laughs> you get kicked off the team. Yeah, oh, dude. If I could get kicked off the Heat, I think I would. I really do. The Heat suck. Um, besides that, they have some very return. I mean, every video game that's sports-related has it. My GM, 
everything yeah, has it franchise mode or uh, what do they call it in FIFA? Is it still called franchise? Uh, I'm not sure. I have I'm, no clue. I'm, Season mode. I don't. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Um, with my GM, you become the GM of your favorite organization. The cool thing. Now I thought that my GM was gonna be normal, whatever. You can change how the owner is. Hmm. You can randomize the owner's stats. Um, like what they want from the team? Yes. And the level of importance of everything. Huh. So you can keep pressing randomize until you get the owner in line with what you want. So you can't just select it. You have to randomize it. You gotta randomize it. That's really cool. Um, so I am the GM for the Lakers. We have low importance for money. We will spend it all if we need to. <laughs> and he is not involved in the team whatsoever. Isn't that what it is now, anyways? <laughs> no. He was involved with the team. I got him to step back. Uh, he does want to win now, and I have already apologized to him for that. Because that's not how I work. <laughs> I, <laughs> I drafted everybody under the age of 25. Um, and if I had to draft you and you're older than that, uh, you don't play for me now. Um, I also have four first round picks in the upcoming draft. Um, I also have nobody over a 73. So, <laughs> <laughs> we have great potential you have a team full of my career players, basically. Yes. Okay. Um, but with the randomization of that, um, it looked like the upgrade to the GM is going to be a lot different. Uh, I haven't really simulated games or played any games. Uh, normally, I just simulate with my GM and see if I can truly build just a team that works with the simulation. Um, so that's probably what I'm going to do, and I'll let you guys know how that goes next week. Um you can also move teams this year. Which yes. Is like, this is huge for two games. I the have first almost time. tried. I know I can't, but I've almost tried to relocate. What would you... Like, because just, of um, my team, when you select your city, it said that you can play in Kansas City, and I was going to relocate to Kansas City. Okay, that makes sense. You're going to relocate the Lakers? You took the Lakers? Yeah, I took the Lakers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cause at this point, uh, Kobe doesn't play for him anymore. Cause I did a fantasy draft and Kobe's not under 25. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Kobe. If you ever do listen to this, you're still my favorite player, but you're not 25. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, but yeah, I was going to relocate him to Kansas city, start, start the franchise over. Uh, and I'm still going to try to do that. I just got to figure out the relocation yeah. tools. And get the money behind it, but uh, yeah, that's really huge for like two K. Like I remember they add that Madden. It was such like a cool feature. Yeah, it's like be able to move a franchise. Yeah, you can move to like, Las Vegas. That's that's my dream. Like, dude, I, I want a Las Vegas I, yeah. football. And basketball Let me take team. that back. I may not move them to Kansas City. We may go to Vegas. Vegas. I'm moving my team to Vegas, bro. and I may rename a player Tim Tebow. <laughs> so Tim Tebow has to play in Vegas. <laughs> you dare put Jesus in Sodom and Gomorrah like that? I want to see oh. what happens. Uh, who Tempt knows? Him. Tempt him. The temptation is strong, Tebow. Exactly. Stay strong, my friend. Uh, well, I guess, you know, he's just a announcer for ESPN now. Uh, he got cut from Denver, New England, and Philadelphia, so. You know, we're not going to go in on Tim Tebow right now. <laughs> we'll let that man live. So, what would you say is your honest okay. So far for my GM? Right now, or and or franchise mode. Right now, I think I would also give it an eight. I need to see about this relocation. Um, I want to see about uh, players trying to come in and talk throughout the season, and I want to I want to see just how this first season works. Um, I stayed up until about four a.m. last night with my career and. Um, starting my GM and playing a game in my team and trying to be able to talk about all the features, basically. Um, last feature we haven't talked about is my park. Uh, brought back 
the three original squads. Yeah. Sunset Ballers. Uh, Rivet City. Rivet City. Um, I don't know what they. I don't imagine Sunset Ballers at this point. Like honestly, to me, I'm not really gonna play Park this year. I am playing Park this year. I I am gonna do the pro am part of it. Yeah, I'm doing the pro am matchmaking, but like just the park itself, I'm just so over that. I feel like that. I'm gonna use the park so I can feel more comfortable at pro am. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna worry about park. Park is practice for me and you teaming up in Pro-Am and running people off the courts. Yeah, okay. Um, I will say, I'm not going to play Park um, anytime soon. Mainly because you got to use your My Player to do that. (laughs) Now, um, you can purchase virtual currency um, with real U.S. dollars. Um, and you can buy up to 200,000 VC at a time for $50. Throughout the year while you're playing my team, I can see that happening. You know, specialty cards are released for 24 hours. Yeah, let me take a shot. I yeah. can see it happening. I can see that. Yeah, a lot sure. of people do it. Um, am I going to spend 200,000 VC on my, my player so I can take them to the park on day one? No, um, I just paid eighty dollars for the game, um, so I ain't gonna give you another fifty dollars so I can go play my park and just ball out. See, we allow this stuff because we let these two K ball is life. Excuse my language, Negroes. Yeah, take this like they come in the game, they get it the first day, and they're just like, let me drop a hundred dollars to make my player, you know, as good as he can be, just to go stunt on like a virtual park. Like, why don't you really go play basketball in real life if that's the case? Yeah. Uh, my other issue with it is I made my my player my height and my weight. He is five foot ten, two hundred and ten pounds. Uh, I went to the park just to go see it. I wanted to go see the new look. Um, then I realized <laughs> there are seven foot small forwards. Um, well, no, well you can't be seven feet and small forward anymore. And if you they did change a lot of this stuff. Like, legacy. oh, I'm sorry. Like, you what can't, is it? You, six ten small forwards. You, you, you can only be you, the tallest small forward. You can be a six nine now. Okay, which is well, like I'm sorry. extremely realistic. Six nine. But still, when you're five ten, gonna get six nine small yeah. forwards, a full team of them. It's still extremely annoying. But on top of it, um, when you make your my player, just so everybody knows, you can change your wingspan. Um, <laughs> I am five ten with a long wingspan because in real life I have a long wingspan. Um, when he's six foot nine, the long wingspan is basically seven foot. I think it probably stops at six eleven. Um, so there's these gorilla-looking men running up and down the court faster, or about the same speed as Russell Westbrook or John Wall, with the uh, dunking ability of LeBron James, the blocking ability of Anthony Davis. Um, just the best attribute of every player in the league. It's like they're literally in one person. They're literally the monsters from Space Jam. It's like they got the ball, all the powers in it. Yeah, and like, and instead of separating it to five, it's all in one. Like the Captain Planet of basketball players. Yeah, they called them last game. They called them demigods because yeah. last game they were ridiculous. You could be a seven foot. Small forward with like extremely long arms, shoot, pass, do everything. Just unrealistic people, like people that just should not exist on earth. True. And this game, they're still in the game a little bit. They try to tone it back and get rid of some of that cheesiness, but they're still there. Yeah. Um, I I really just made the player to be about my height, just so it would feel more realistic for the my career. Uh, my grow a few inches before we go to park. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you have to make two players. Yeah. One for your actual my career, and that's going to be like your guy. For like Pro-Am and stuff, you have a team. When you go in the park, you got to have a savage. You got to have like, yeah. you got to have a seven-foot one. <laughs> that's all you really do because you got to compete, man. Um, yeah, no. Um, I also realized that while I'm 5'10", and my block rating is a Ooh, 35? Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's garbage. Um, I swatted one of them. Uh, 
like caught him from behind. Okay, well, really, what happened was he passed me, but he just didn't pass me fast enough. But I, I blocked a dunk. See, that, that just <laughs> um, at five at five ten, I blocked a six nine, six nine man dunking the ball. Uh, that's never happened before in the history of life. So, uh, there is some issues with who can block who. <laughs> Honestly, that's just because, like, on the park, it's not traditional. To, traditionally, 2K has been a simulation basketball game. And when you're playing a quick game, we play online matches with actual teams and, you know, non-super niggas. <laughs> And the game works so well and it flows perfectly. Everybody has a position, their role plays, things like that. But in the park, all that goes away. It's like actually going to a park and seeing, you know, your older brothers, 17, you know, you're 15 playing against your older brothers and they're like, you know, 21, 22 dominating you. Yeah. You have to be like at the same level as them. You cannot be shorter. You can't be slower. Because it's arcade. They're going to, you know, jack up threes, grab rebounds on you. There's no fouls. You can just spam the square button. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a lot of things in the park that just... For me, I'm not going to go into the park. I'll play Pro-Am. I'll play my career. But as far as me going to the park, I'm just done with that. That ship has sailed. And I just can't muster the 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 fortitude yeah. to take those losses, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's highly aggravating. Um... So what would you say your rating of the park is? Or oh god, uh, four? I don't know, dude. Cause you, again, these power forward, small forward, either position, you can turn them into a demigod. Yeah. Still, there's no way of really balancing that out as you continue through my career. Because they give you the opportunity to be better than Jordan and be better than LeBron James. And if you do that, and then you let that player go to a black top with no fouls and threes are easier to make, and everything is just easier to do, it's never going to work. It becomes too cartoony. It's almost like, how we said earlier, it's almost like NBA Street-ish. And it's just not, it's not fun. At a certain point. Sometimes, I got genuinely just did not have fun playing the park. Because, you know, my player, he was good, but he just wasn't tall enough or big enough to compete with the other guys. Yeah. And I feel like that should never be a thing within, like, a game like that. Especially when, you know, it's a video game. It's not real life. Like, yeah. if I want to get beat up in basketball, I'll go to KU campus and play against the actual basketball players at the rec or something like that. Not, you know, play online against a bunch of 12-year-old guys kids who, you know, got their parents' credit card and decided to make seven foot one shooting guards with crazy handles to shoot threes. Yeah. So for me, park personally, just the park section, it's like a three. Like it's not we don't even need it. You don't even need the park, honestly. No. You really don't. Um overall, two K, I love it. It's two K. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, not, not a lot has changed. The things that did change took me about two, three games to figure out. But once I figured it out, I like the changes. I like the way it's moving into a more controlled passing. Uh, you can throw the right kind of pass now. Um, I think I'd give it an... Ooh, gosh. Maybe like a like a 8.8. Like, it's so close to a 9, but I don't know if I could say 9 just because there's still those moments where they don't stick a hand out for the ball or you get fouled, but they don't call the foul, so your player stays in animation. So Yeah, those legacy issues for sure. Those are for me too. Like, I'll give it an 8 total. I mean, every single year, 2K comes with fire, and it's such a good game. But these legacy issues that they have, they just kind of, like, they just gloss over and, you know, change small things and change the really big things that are glaring to us. But, like, those in-between things where, you know, for the past 
two, three years, too many animations, too many, you know, missed wide open jump shots, too many this, you running out of bounds, throwing the ball directly out of bounds, things like that. They've never really addressed those things. And it's refreshing to play a new game, but also it's frustrating as hell when the same old crap happens to you. So for me, it's definitely going to just be eight. Not to say that eight is bad. Like, eight is really good. It's the best basketball game that you can oh, buy. Easily. It's easily. Top, top five sports games. The best 2K game that they released so far because, you know, every year they get better. But it's still, it's just, there's still things going to be wrong with it. I Any think game. last year might have almost been a step back. You said last year was a step back from the year before? Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I can't decide. I mean, if I want to be honest, like, gameplay-wise, just genuine genuine gameplay-wise, 2K15 was, you know, I was a step back from this one. But they're, like, both really good. But, like, overall fun factor with the game, my favorite 2K game of all time is the one with Jordan. I think it was 2K12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can play with all the legends and stuff like that. That was just such a cool mode. And the career that year was Yeah, the career. Top. Yeah, it was like, that's my favorite one. Now, I'm not saying it's better than 2K16 or 2K15, 2K14, but, I mean, just overall fun factor, I, I believe it was I believe it was 2K12. Yeah, it was 2K12. Because that's... That's the one that had Legends or... Because no one they had, like, it was, like, strictly just about Jordan. It was, like, his Jordan, like, you know, his highlights throughout his career. I think that might have been 2K11. Yeah, because, no, you... Me and you started living together when 2K12 dropped. Mm, Well, no, it was about the time 2K13 would have dropped. But, yeah, no, that was 2K12 that had... You would play, like... You could play as, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Oscar Robinson. You had the different, like... Players. You had to play, like, those specific legendary games to yeah, unlock yeah. those teams. That that was my favorite game. They bring that back. 2K, if you, for some reason, hear this podcast, 2K17, bring that back. I need that in my life. I want to play as these players in these, like, historic games. I feel like that was the most fun I ever had. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um. Well, we need a trivia question. For the for this podcast, if you can answer this trivia question, you can play me or Chris in two K sixteen on the PlayStation Four, um, mainly because we just don't have an Xbox One. Well, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it to get to my. I have a whole bunch of friends on the Xbox One. I'm working on it, guys. Don't worry. Who is the host of two K TV? Um, every time you pull up the homepage, they give you the preview of that week's episode. Let us know who the host is, and we will find a way to play you guys, um, I guess in the game mode of your choosing. My team is going to be kind of sticky. No, park. I'm not going to meet you at the park. I'm not meeting your seven foot at the park, bro. I'm not getting beat up. Okay? Yeah. We're it's not going to the park. I will play, you know, we'll play a quick online game, regular squads. We can do a connected franchise. <laughs> we'll do something. Yeah. Just not the just park. Just not the park. Please don't. You can join us in Pro-Am, but we're not doing the park. Um, again... Who is the host of 2K TV? Um, Did anyone answer last week's? Not that I know of. Okay, I mean, guess you guys don't want the $20 PSN card. It's cool. It plus, Dude, it was a hard ass That question. was a hard question. It was, it was. But you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta dig deep if you want to get that $20. I'm giving you $20 to answer questions. True, true. So you just Google it. Um, I kind of like what we did at the end of the last podcast, and I want to do that again. I want to give you guys a preview of uh, what you guys are going to be catching next week. Next week, we're going to hit you with another video game review, uh, a game that we are actually about to start playing right now. It is called Blood Bowl 2. I know I mentioned that I was really excited. We played one game not looking at the rules, not looking at the controls, and I still have no clue what happened. Yeah, I mean, Dom won... And Maybe I don't know. My player like slipped a couple times. I like isn't so much going on, but it was really fun. It was fun. It's a strategic football game. 
it's kind of an indie title, I guess. You would call it indie title. Yeah, I mean, it's the second one. Yeah. Um, I just got the update installed, so maybe something is going to make sense all of a sudden. <laughs> I really felt like we were reading something in a different language. But we're going to play again. We're going to understand the game, have a great review for you guys next week. Um, on top of that, uh, there might be some hidden gems next week. We may talk about some other games. We may talk about maybe a different psychological thing with video games. But you guys are going to have to tune in next week. My name is Dom. My name is Chris. And we got next.